0: Alright,
1: alright Yeah, let's go Let's get it it Let's get it He's
0: on fire Man, the NBA All-Star Reserves pool is announced The Rising Star player pool gets interesting And are the Brooklyn Nets beginning to unravel? I'm Rosa Panta, this is is Clinic All-NBA Podcast I have the three hooligans with me JJ, how you living, my friend?
2: Feeling good, feeling great How are you? I'm doing good, man John,
0: how you living?
1: doing awesome happy freaking february
0: <laughs> sammy how you living my friend
1: i have finished my
3: round of dashboard confessional and i have finally come come to grace with the fact that the Chiefs season is over
0: oh man that must have been hard that must have been hard i know that me and jj are still hurting over the niners but anyway with our first topic here The Nets lose six straight games as they fall to the Sacramento Kings, 112 to 101. The two All-Stars who combined to shoot seven of 26 against the Kings. Notably, Harden went two for 11. What do you guys think of the state of the Brooklyn Nets right now?
1: Ugly shot. It ain't good. No
3: good. (laughs) That's 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 my (laughs) hard-hitting analysis. Um, it something's off there. They've fallen all the way to six. Harden does not seem happy. I don't think he's on the team next year, unless they win the title.
2: Get the out! Yeah, you know, with Kyrie coming back, playing on the road games, and you have James Harden as the now. While KD's out, you would think that they could at least get the away games and win those, especially against the Kings. And I know the Kings have been the NBA's mat. For years. John has been punching that bag for decades, actually. <laughs> and they're the same old Kings, right? But whoa, they lose to that team. And James Harden going 2 for 11, a combined 7 for 26 for that duo. Not a good sign at all, guys. I'm
1: gonna play contrarian here, and I'm going to. Say that the Uh-oh. sky is not falling, what? and I'm okay. going to say that because losing six, six straight games is not good for any team, especially the Nets, who's such under the microscope and under a lot of scrutiny as they should be. But Kevin Durant has been out. I know Kyrie's up and down. He's only able to play away games, but it's still the regular season. They still have. They're still over 500. And I don't think they're gonna trade Harden this year. So they still have an opportunity to win. Anytime you have three guys on the squad, on the same team that can score and are as dynamic as Kyrie, Kevin, Durant, and Harden, you'll give yourself a chance to win. And, if, and as they say, winning cures everything, right? And if were, the Nets were somehow able to pull off a championship this year, these conversations that we're having are gonna be forgotten.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, John, on that one. They, they do have a lot of top talent on this team. But you start to sort of wonder if James Harden's unhappiness with the team right now and also Kyrie being only half available, what's their ceiling here? Because it, you start to worry. I mean, James Harden was seen, um, there's a quote here, actually. He said, I think we've done too much talking. It's just, we gotta go out there and do it, and do it consistently. We have times when we're great, and we have times when we're really bad. We got to find some consistency through the course of games, more times than not. He also has another quote talking about players-only meetings, and basically... ...basically how there's nothing else left to say. That's basically the conclusion. There's nothing else left to say, so... ...there's no use in going to a players-only meeting. This is all very interesting. Also... I want to bring up Kyrie Irving he was complaining about the playoff defensive strategy that the Sacramento Kings were using on them what do you guys think of his comments there
2: that's kind of weak Kyrie wow
0: that's weak right
2: that's I'm not I'm not holding back that's pretty weak like you're basically saying that people are trying too hard to beat you how about you play better and
0: yeah
3: and I mean, I'm not trying to hate here, but the Kings haven't played playoff basketball in a really long time, so what's a playoff adjustment for them?
1: <laughs> and I'll add to that, this is the same guy that said the earth was flat, so I'm not going to take what he says with much consideration here.
0: <laughs> I like what you did there. Steve Nash, do you guys think he's in the hot seat? I mean, since KD went out, the 2-7, and what do you guys think of the status of, of Steve Nash?
1: I don't think he's in the hot seat, but I think there's definitely a much larger microscope under his performance. And one instance comes to mind in the last game. I don't think it was to the Kings, it was to who they played before that, I can't remember who it was. But in any case, it was the end of the game, and the Nets were down by two. There was a foul call by the referees, or some sort of call. And it was—I think there was maybe less than two seconds left—and the Nets had their challenge, and he didn't use it. I made a huge mistake. He didn't use his challenge with the game almost over. And regardless of how, whether or not you think you're gonna win that, the game—a timeout's not gonna matter. It's—it's insignificant at that point. And he didn't even challenge it to give himself even a chance that the refs might rule in his favor. And right. to me, that's egregious behavior as a coach because you have to that's lack of, lack of awareness. You have to understand where you're at at the time and does it matter whether or not you use a challenge. So I don't know if he's in the hot seat, but he's definitely making some questionable decisions lately. I also think that
3: it's easy to forget he's only in his second year as a head coach
2: baby, baby. and
3: that he right. rose right to this position. So he has a lot to learn, but when you're at a team with such high expectations, the, the microscope's going to be on you really right away. And any mistake like that's gonna get amplified.
2: Definitely, and just to add what both of you were saying, I think the New York, the Brooklyn fan base, they're just questioning his rotations and how he's managed the games. Like what both of you have said, obviously, with the timeout situation. Um, specific, I'm saying that there have been a few games that I've watched from the Nets where they're down 16-18 in the fourth quarter and Nash will just sit out KD and Harden Come on. so I don't know if that's being smart and you want to reserve your star's energy for the next game or you're just waving the white flag which could be another bad sign but I always thought like 16-18 fourth quarter could be really really long look at the Clippers when they came back last week. We talked about that with the last pod. You always have a puncher's chance. And with KD, Kyrie, and Harden, ooh, that's just nasty. Why not? Why not let them play? Let them figure it out.
0: Yeah, all three of you have some pretty great great points. I guess we'll just have to see how this net situation develops. But the NBA All-Star is in the horizon. And, you know, the, the reserves have been announced. So the East starters, we're going to start with the East here. The starters go KD, Giannis, Embiid, Trey Young, and DeMar DeRozan. Now the reserves here, it goes Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet. So on the East here, you know, about a month ago, we were trying to predict who was going to be in the reserve spots. We got this a little wrong. We got two of them wrong here. So, the surprise ones were Darius Garland and Chris Middleton, who we had in there, was Jarrett Allen and LaMelo Ball. Do you guys think that they got this right here?
1: No. I think LaMelo should have been a reserve. One of them, at least, because of the, the season he's been having. And he is the reason, really, why the Hornets have are above 500 and in the playoff race i know that miles bridges has been tearing it up he's, he's a big part of it but Lamelo is the head of the snake he knows how to control the tempo he knows how to facilitate he knows how to get buckets he's his, his iq is off the charts so i think that lamello definitely deserves to be on there as far as chris middleton and darius garland i think darius garland belongs there Chris Middleton, I honestly haven't watched much of the Bucks. Chris Money Middleton, JJ's favorite player, second favorite after Dame. <laughs>
0: Excuse me.
1: Ain't that
2: right, JJ? You're right, man. I- I'm glad that you said "little too. By the way, I thought you were going to say "mellow," because oh, no. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony got the seven mo- most most right.
0: Right. Yeah. So or to be thank- a starter, yeah. I can't thank you for fair line
2: with Lamelo. Yeah, I can't even justify that. <laughs>
3: I did want to see Allen on this team, but I'm just looking at it, and I think Lamelo definitely deserves to be in the place of Middleton, so I don't know who Allen would replace. Because I think Garland needs to be there too.
0: Yeah, and that's sort of the impasse that we came when we were trying to decide this, but I guess that's that. those are the reserves there for you. Now we're going to go to the West here. The West starters go like this. LeBron James, Jokic, Wiggins, Curry, Ja Morant. And then for the reserves, we go Devin, Brook, Devin Booker, Doncic, Gobert, Green, Mitchell, CP3, and Carl Anthony Towns. You know, we missed on Carl Anthony Towns because we actually had Paul George in there. Yep. Ugh. Did did, we get, had did ca- they get this right? Though. You, that's right. Oh, you JJ did? JJ did have cat. JJ, I don't. state your case. Rewind the tape.
2: <laughs> Rewind the tape. I don't believe it. I think just Cat has been balling. Um, He's just overlooked because he plays for Minnesota. He gets 30-10, 30-15 on a given night. He's been working on his outside shot and his defense has improved somewhat and compared to the other
0: candidates,
2: I felt that he deserved a spot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You guys agree?
3: yeah i think the west is correct as it is you can't put as much as i would love to you
2: can't put pg in it because he's missed 22 straight games aye, aye, aye. so yeah. can you put ad T- sammy and john absolutely, absolutely not in my opinion but i'll defer to the link of this one.
1: <laughs> you know what just because sammy said no i'm going to say absolutely 100 percent yes no i mean it's the same reason why I, why paul george wasn't picked 80s missed too many games this year and he has been playing better of late. But even then, if he didn't miss games, he hasn't been playing the first part of the season. He was not performing the way that everyone thinks AD should play. So, and you I, know what? I, credit I, where it's due. Uh, the Timberwolves
3: have a better record right now than the Clippers and the Lakers. So you have to you have to yeah. acknowledge that
2: too. <laughs> oh man. So Draymond is actually going to be out due to injury. Who do you want to take his place? Ooh.
1: Anthony Edwards.
0: Yeah, I was going to go there I was actually going the same exact place. Yep.
1: Wow. Great minds think alike. So do we. (laughs) Too bad there are no great minds here.
0: Bonafide squad. (laughs) Hold up. The moment we've all been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for the full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467 467- three six nine yeah Anthony Edwards would be a lot of fun on on the in the all-star game now he's in the the rising star challenge right yeah can he play in both you can't happen before? yeah it's happened you before. Can. okay okay yeah he would be a lot of fun and speaking of rising stars I'm not gonna go through the entire roster here because there's a lot of names here But out of the announced rookies, out of the announced sophomores, and the G League Ignite, um, who are the best players in each pool? So I'm going to start with the rookies, and you guys take it off.
2: The obvious picks would be Cade and Mobley for the rookies. Um, I know that we were huge fans of Jalen Green, but he hasn't been playing well as a rookie and his shooting percentage is just atrocious yeah so that's my thing i i want to see Jalen green just tear it up yeah that'd be nice
1: i'm gonna go yeah no i agree with jj i think the obvious choices that people expect are kate cunningham and evan mobley even scotty barnes the kind of season he's having but i'm gonna go a different direction i'm actually gonna say chris Duarte. On the oh, Pacers dick, uh, he's actually been balling and he if you watch him I don't know other than people who live in Indiana you but move. he can ball <laughs> he's a player and he, he knows how to play he's smart he can score at I think almost all three levels so to me he's definitely underrated and I like him and a he lot He play some good defense he does I also like this game for those players in small
3: markets that we don't see as much. So I'm looking forward to watching Suggs and Wagner and uh, Josh Giddy, actually, because they're never on nationally, so we don't get to see a lot of them. So I want to see them in this kind of environment. Josh.
0: Josh Giddy was actually the one other one besides Chris Duarte that I really wanted to watch because I think these types of games need a really good facilitator. And I think Josh Giddy could have some pretty dope highlights like assist highlights in this game.
1: He has a good game in more than one way. If you if you know what clip I'm referencing.
0: I <laughs> understand. The words that are coming out of my mouth? I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Nice. We're going to go to the sophomores here. Who are some players that you guys are excited to watch?
3: I think Tyrese Halliburton is one of the best players in the league that no one talks about because he plays in Sacramento. In Sacramento. And this is going to be a great stage for him. I expect him to have a great game.
2: I want to see Desmond Bain. You could have actually argued that he could have been an all-star this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Desmond Bain um, was definitely like one of my crush picks like early on this season. I didn't think he was going to like excel this much but I'm glad that he has. Um, a- another name I'm gonna throw out there is Sadiq Bey. I think Sadiq Bey, he's been surprisingly good. I didn't think, you know, coming into the league that he'd be able to find a shot, and he's actually has some moves, so I, I like watching him play. John, who do you have?
1: I'll go LaMelo Ball. I mean, it's kind of like a yeah. top, cop-out answer, but he has, you know, to me, he just has that hit factor, and uh, it'll be cool to see that on display of Rising Stars.
0: Yeah, and you know, the the last, the last section here, I know we don't really know a lot about the G League Ignite. So I'm just going to plug something. If you listen to Zach Lowe, if you listen to any of the the top podcasts or whatever, they've talked about Scoot Henderson before. You need to hop on YouTube and just watch videos, highlight videos of Scoot Henderson. Because I think he might be a guy that's going to pop during this um, Rising Star tournament. So just go check him out. Send it to the internet! Who do you guys think is going to be the rising star MVP for the tournament?
3: Wow, I'm taking Halliburton. So.
1: Okay. JJ, who you got? I'm, I'm still looking through the list. I
2: think Josh Giddy will surprise me.
0: Josh Giddy, okay.
2: I'm gonna go with...
1: Chris Duarte.
3: What?
0: We're all picking different here. I'm going to go with Scotty Barnes. What? I think that's going to be the Rising Star MVP, but we'll we'll just have to wait and see. I'm actually excited to see what these seven... It's seven players, right? Yeah, yeah I love I'm the format. Excited to see, me too. I'm, I'm really excited to see what these teams look like because I think we'll know a lot more about which teams might be you know rising to the top, so to say. Anyway, to our next topic here. The Slam Dunk Contest. The players are announced. Superstar studded. Hell no! Obi Toppin. Jalen Green. Cole Anthony. And Juan T. Juan Toscano Anderson. I'm sure there's going to be some other names out there too. But, what do you guys think of this lineup for the Slam Dunk Contest? Shots I thought- fired, dude. Superstar... <laughs> cast. <laughs> Hey man, I was trying to give him props. No, I wasn't. That's, that's a lie. I wonder... It's a
1: bold-faced lie. I mean, is it safe to say that this might be top three worst dunk contest in the history of Ooh, dunk contests?
0: I wish I would have gone through the list of dunk contests now. Ooh, this can, this can can that, that might be bat a bat good bat. claim.
1: It might be. I mean, okay. I'm going to start with this. I know there are two warrior fans. Two warrior faithful. Bay Area bonanza over here. But you guys—not even you guys—can justify this. Spawn Tosca, Toscana Anderson. What? What is this dude? Is he—is he some sort of crazy dunker that that we're all missing here?
0: No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not.
1: Spoiler
2: alert. Can I give him but props he, really?
0: he could surprise. He could surprise. Can man, I give yeah. him
2: props really quick? First yeah. uh, Mexican American to compete in the dunk contest. Oh, oh yeah. that—that's
1: dope. But he's definitely
2: props
3: gonna get to last
1: yeah. for sure. <laughs> he is
3: also last in the odds just for gambling purposes. And as the resident gambling person on this podcast, if you're even considering yeah. gambling on the dunk contest, please call 1-800-GAMBLER and just dunk.
0: <laughs> All right, I have, I have to go with predictions here. Who's going to win this thing?
1: I'm going to go Cole Anthony.
0: you going Cole? Okay. I agree. I think it's going to be Cole Anthony. You got the same? (laughs) I
2: got to go OB Toppin, man. That guy is a fly higher. A flyer. High flyer. It's kind of basic. basic, Yeah. yeah. High flyer. Really super basic pick. but.
0: I'm going to go with Jalen Green.
2: Are you sure you're not
1: going with Juan Toscano Anderson? I feel like you wanted to go (laughs) with
0: that. Nope. I'm E40 with it. Just nope.
1: Double check in. Making sure that that if any Warriors picked him or Warrior fans on this pod, I'm going to I'm keeping receipts for the next episode.
2: <laughs> I'm cheering for him for sure, though.
1: That's, yeah. No, I. that's Absolutely. cool. I'm down with that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that's actually all we have for tonight's episode. I want to thank you guys for being on. JJ, thank you, my friend. Thank
2: you, listeners. Happy Black History Month.
0: And John, thank you for being on, man.
1: Thank you, guys. Take care.
0: Sammy, thanks for being on.
1: Thanks for having me, as always.
0: And you know, shout out to our video producer, RJ. And you know, before I get to our sign off here, Sammy, why don't you talk about diagnosing the lines?
3: Uh, sure, so we're doing a little early Super Bowl analysis. I'm gonna have something out next week, just talking about some props that I'm looking at. Um, just early info is that it seems like money's coming in on the Rams, but like I said last episode, I think the one thing you avoid betting in the Super Bowl is the actual line just because it's so analyzed. So we're going to do one more NFL episode next week, and then we'll get back to basketball after that.
0: And, you know, I'm going to flex for Sammy right now. He's 4-1. and one. He's got a great record with diagnosing the line. So, so go win. Go win some Mario coins with him. Anyway, remember sure. to rate, subscribe. Oh, go ahead, Sammy. I was just going to say
3: for entertainment purposes only, this is not financial advice.
0: There we go. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Like us on our Facebook group page, The Clinic All-NBA Podcast. And follow us on Twitter, at Clinic All-NBA. I'm Rosa Panta. This is The Clinic All-NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.